Hello, and welcome back to the Book Marketing Tips and Author Success Podcast. And we are broadcasting, so exciting. We're broadcasting, actually, Amy and I are in the same room. We're broadcasting from Nashville, where we are celebrating, actually, we're recording this on Amy Day. And I know y'all probably didn't know that there was such a thing as an Amy Day. It's Amy's 10th anniversary with the company, so we're here and we're celebrating. And Nashville, if you've never been to Nashville, is amazing. It's a fabulous, fabulous city. So anyway, welcome back to the show. We're doing a special show, um, and and basically, it's about how Amazon refused to list my latest book from book to bestseller, and... Um, how devastating it was and all of the other things that happened around, um, uh, you know, around that. Yeah. And it was poor Penny was, it was, (laughs) it was pretty devastating. I think devastating is an appropriate word for that. And for what it's worth, you know, she texted, she's like, great. We did all this work. The book's never going to go live. Nobody's ever going to read it. We spent all this time, which is fair because it's kind of like a 12 step process of of getting through a pretty traumatic event like that. But honestly, I I told her, and it's always true. I was like, you know what? You're going to figure this out. And I told her like, I'm not blowing smoke. I'm not just being positive to be positive because anybody that knows me knows that's not really how I operate anyway. But truly, it's like you always figure it out and it takes a while and it's stressful. And we made jokes about additional gray hairs and all of those things. But there is always a way it can be quite it can be quite a journey, but there is a way. Well, and Amy was really positive. I mean, really like the whole time. But when I got the email from basically what how this started is I got the email from KDP saying, your book violates our terms. Here are nine reasons why your book might violate our terms and we're not publishing your book. And that was like super deflating. In fact, I remember Amy wrote me and she's like, we're going to be able to do a podcast on this. Once you fix this, I'm like, we're never going to do another podcast again. (laughs) World, The flowers have died. There is no hope inside, but I have to tell you, I mean, she was, she was really, really positive. And we'll talk a little bit more about how, um, how we dug into that. Oh, well, and this is, you know, definitely. And for what it's worth, this is also instructional. This is not us just bitching about Amazon for what it's worth, <laughs> because we get a lot of clients that go through this too. And we say very clearly when people start working with us, we say, Hey, there is a learning curve to this, especially with platforms like Amazon. If you haven't done this before, be prepared to learn, to figure stuff out. These are life skills at this point. If you're an author, Yes. You know, dealing with Amazon, dealing yes. with their support staff, dealing with the back end of how to get things done is quite literally a life skill once you decide you want to be an author. And so we are very, this was not unusual. It is just unusual to go through it personally. Because <laughs> again, we're usually coaching clients through this. And then we have moments where like, now we're our own client and we have to talk ourselves out of this and off the ledge. Right, exactly. <laughs> and you know what? That's totally true because I do see this on message, message boards a lot and in Facebook groups and folks saying how impossible it is to deal with Amazon. And I get it because Amazon is a machine. And a lot of the automation is intentional not to discourage authors, but it's intentional because they get a lot of authors coming through the system. And as a disclaimer, the show is not about encouraging you to violate Amazon's terms of service, but really it's, it's, the show is hopefully going to help you to figure out how to work 
within the Amazon system and fix any issues that you're struggling with. Right. And it's, it's mostly about being diligent. Yes. You know, authors come back to us. They're like, it didn't work. What do I do? And it sounds like a line, but a lot of times we tell them very honestly that number one, you have to get the right person. Mm-hmm. You have to get the right support staff. And you also have to educate yourself. Mm-hmm. You have to go into it knowing enough about what your end result is, what you need. Because if you just go to a support staff and say, it's just not working, what do I do? That vague question is going to get you vague answers. Mm -hmm. And they're going to walk you through all of their template responses. Like, well, first, have you tried this? Those kind of things that make you want to throw stuff around Mm -hmm. your room. Like, Mm -hmm. I've done all of the things. So the more you know about what you're trying to achieve and the if you can better explain where you're getting hung up, things like that, uh, I think the the more demanding you will be with the support staff and more likely you will get somebody on the line that can actually handle your problem. So they'll either escalate it for you internally, right. you know, they'll realize like, oh, they're bringing stuff that's out of my wheelhouse. I need to find somebody that actually knows what they're doing. Yeah, exactly. Because the first thing that will happen when 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 KDP kicks anything back to you, and, and just as a, as a caveat here, this is not just about... I got this ugly KDP email and I don't know what to do. It's also if you're having a problem with your book and I'll, I'll cite an example a little bit later in the show, but it's also about if you have a problem, if the book is, and, and, and don't call KDP about book sales, but I mean, like, like a serious, not that book sales aren't serious, but like a serious problem, um, your categories are wrong or there's something else going on with the book. The first thing, if you get it, let's start, let's back up and go back to the email. If you get an email from KDP, it's going to be a slightly nebulous. So the first thing that you have to do is you have to be professional, right? Um, step, if you feel like you're being too emotional, step back from that. Um, and come back when you feel that you can be calm and that's kind of a big thing here because I would imagine, Amy, that a lot of these KDP people, the first thing that they get when you have them call you, and we'll go through how to get them to call you too, if you don't know, but they get people that are just panicked. Right. Exactly. Because at that point, like, you know, your world kind of stops. Right. Right. <laughs> right. Exactly. For a couple of days. You know? Right. And so they, and it's truly, it's not personal to them. Right. So you have to leave, you know what I mean? It is personal, but you have to approach it in a professional way, like you Mm -hmm. said, and make it not so personal. It's a collaborative problem solving effort at that point to Mm -hmm. get through to the answer that you're looking for. Right. Right. Exactly. And again, their emails are, are, are sometimes puzzling. The first thing that you want to do, whether you got an email or whether you have a problem is go to the KDP dashboard. um, And Also, I will say that if this is not a KDP issue, if you're not a KDP author necessarily, you can do the same thing by going to Amazon Author Central and going to their help, going to the dashboard on your Author Central page and clicking help and getting started there. Um, You can email them your issue, but I, I prefer to have them call you. And typically what happens is you input your phone number and the person will call you within five or 10 minutes, sometimes sooner. Sometimes the first person that you get on the phone can help you, but I doubt that they can do very much. In most cases, you have to escalate it to a different department. Um, and what department that is, is you're not going to know. So I, and, and as much as I deal with Amazon all the time, teach classes on Amazon, I didn't know what 
the issue was with the book. And so let me let me talk a little bit about what the email that I got basically said, um, your book, here are nine reasons why we cannot list from book to bestseller. And it could be one of these, right? And some of them was like repetitive content, promises that you can't deliver on. Like, I don't know how they know that, but anyway, um, right. right? It's like, oh, or you're saying something and we know that you're stupid and you can't deliver on that. Like, I don't really know what that means or where that comes from. And then the final one was, um, the term bestseller. And as it turned out, that was the problem word, right? But it took me a few phone calls to figure that out. Um, in another in another instance, we have a client and she has a children's book. And in some bizarre, for some bizarre reason, this book about a year ago got listed under erotic romance. It's a children's book, right? I don't know how that happened, but ever since that, and and I guess since then it has somewhat been rectified, but the categories remain a problem. So I encourage this client. I said, call KDP. The first person you talk to is probably not going to be able to help you ask them to escalate it. And they will gladly escalate it to another department. And then typically the only thing with that, the escalation is typically the department that you reach. So for me, it was the content department. Um, The department that you reach won't be able to, you won't be able to talk to them. You'll have to reach them via email. And we'll talk a little bit about putting that email together in a minute. Um, so if there's no specific department, if you're just really confused and the KDP person sounds like they're kind of confused, ask for a super supervisor. The idea is really to keep pushing um, and be professional until you get, you know, until you get where you need it to be. And I think to that point, Penny, that also goes back to circling back to come prepared with as much information mm-hmm. as you can, because you did some research and found examples oh, yeah. of other yeah. products and books that use the term bestseller that obviously made it up onto Amazon or being sold and things like that. So anything that you can bring to the table to kind of support your case or to say, you know, if you know what the problem is, or if you're, you know what I mean? If there's mm-hmm. anything you can do to kind of say, look, this shouldn't be a problem. I have proof why this is what I need again, while being professional. But again, the more you bring to the table, the better they're going to be able to figure out also who needs to help you too. Yes. But I love that you say kind of just set the bar a little low and expect that the first person probably won't be able to mm-hmm. do much. Like mm-hmm. if you couldn't resolve it on your own on one of their FAQ pages or something like that, realistically, that's kind of the level I think most of the first people that yeah. answer the phone are at. Like yeah. they're kind of reiterating what they already put mm-hmm. up there on their help pages. Mm-hmm. And so just be prepared, be ready to that you know, talk to that person, explain just so you can get to hopefully the next right person. Right. You know, you have to have the right attitude going into this. This is not going to be resolved in a 30 second phone call. Right. Exactly. And one of the things that by digging, because again, I sort of started off at a loss. So when, when I, when I saw the word bestseller in their email that they sent me, that said the book cannot be listed for nine reasons. And one of them might be because you listed it because there's bestseller, you know, there's a bestseller on the cover. Um, I went and found examples of other books that had, as Amy said, the term bestseller, like from jobless to Amazon bestseller or something like that. And a whole bunch of other books that had bestseller <laughs> in the title. And I actually wrote to Amazon. Yeah. And this is the one time that I actually wasn't very professional. So after I figured out that it was the term bestseller on the book title, I wrote to Amazon. I said, so will you be pulling these other books down too? Yeah. I'm taking the ship down. <laughs> I'm taking the 
<laughs> I've taken everybody down with me. Thanks. But the issue really was, was not that the book was called from book to bestseller, but some, and I think these are bots. Like I think the error came from a not human, right? Um, they thought that I had already slapped bestseller on the book, that the book was a bestseller, right? Not that the book is about how to become a bestseller. And that's, that took me, uh, I will not, I'm not going to lie to you. That took me probably a half a dozen interactions, phone calls, emails to figure that out because their initial communication is nebulous. And that's where a lot of authors get hung up is that it's confusing and you don't know what to do. So you see people, you know, getting on, uh, you Facebook with the, I hate Amazon. I can't, um, I, I can't get anywhere, but the truth is, is if you, you know, they're not out to get you, they're not out to sabotage your entire career. Although I will say that felt like that, that Monday. Mm-hmm. Um, but they, you know, you have to dig into the issue with them and they will help you. Once it got into the content team, they emailed me and they said, Hey, your book's in content. It's going to take us a few days. We have to review it. Um, And they gave me the opportunity to state my case. So I wrote to them and I said, you know, I think the misunderstanding is that somebody there thinks that I put bestseller on my book. Um, It's actually in the title. And then they were, and then within a few days they released it, but Mm -hmm. you have to be diligent. You have to be patient and you have to give it some time. It could, it took me, let's see, I was going to have it listed on Monday, the 27th. It took me a full week to get it up on Amazon. Right. That's right. Cause we thought we might potentially still be dealing with it here and drinking, commiserating over what the book still wasn't. <laughs> We're like, well, yet. Nashville's gonna be fun. <laughs> We're like, okay, we solved that before before you got here. So that was that was a nice, that was a bonus. Yeah. But yeah, it took a week. That's crazy. It took a week. So if you're, you know, if you so there this is another argument for get your book up early. Don't wait. I mean, if you wait until the last minute and, you know, if you, if you want to get the book listed on Monday and let's say on Tuesday, you have all this promotion kicking in, I think that's wonderful, but give yourself a little bit of a window breather just in case something happens. Not a lot of books get kicked back when you upload them to Amazon, but they are strict about their terms of service. It isn't always a human that bets these books going up on KDP. Um, the other, if the flip side of this is if you have an existing problem with your book, if you've changed the categories like this children's book author, I mentioned, if the categories are wrong, if there's something else, you can always find help at Amazon. You just, as I said, you just want to be diligent. They're not trying to throw you under the bus. I actually wrote, I have to, I have to admit this on the podcast. I wrote to Jeff Bezos. I don't actually have it. (laughs) I don't actually she have his, ruined his day. I know. I don't actually have his email. I'm sure some, I'm sure there, um, I, I'm sure that I'm not going to put it out on the podcast because then I would a- absolutely lose my space on Amazon, but there's some urban legend about what his email is. So I'm sure that it's on the board in some lunch room. Look at this pathetic loser. thinks she's writing to you know, Jenny for entertainment. It probably gets faster. But I think this is a good, this is good in general for all things, Amazon, not just uploading the book, but Anything you have to do to work with them. Yeah. You know, getting access to your ad dashboard, figuring out ad stuff. Absolutely. Making requests for your, to have them change your categories Mm -hmm. because we have clients that still get customer service people that say that they still need the old browse paths, which Amazon quite literally does not create for books anymore. Right. They are not there. Right. Yet that you, people still get customer service agents that go, oh, you need to send me the browse paths. It's like, that's, that's not a thing. Like we don't have access to those anymore. Right. 
you know, so it happens. So you just, and we do, we tell them like, go back, try again. Mm -hmm. Realistically, the second or third time you go through this process, sadly, you'll get connected with somebody that knows what they're doing. And Mm -hmm. that's just, that's just the nature of it. So, yeah. So don't knee jerk assume everything is over, you know, but you do have to realize that it, it takes time, but again, it is a life skill. It's an author life skill. (laughs) It's a life skill. Yeah. It's a life skill, but, but, but there is, um, there is help on Amazon. They're out there. They're, you know, the first person, like I said, that you talk to, and we deal with this too. And, in, in mm-hmm. you know, you were, I know yesterday we were working together and you were calling the phone company. It's like the first person that you talk to is not always the sharpest tool in the tool shed. No, so it was awful. We won't go into that though. <laughs> we won't waste the podcast talking about a phone company. But that we get it. We get it. So when we are saying like, just do it, we're not just being obnoxious cheerleaders about it. We absolutely get the frustration, but just being frustrated still won't solve your problems. Yeah. And it was, I'll tell you something, honestly, it was really, really hard because as long as I've been in this business in 21 years um, and as many struggles as all of us have had with book publishing and all this other stuff, when I got that email from Amazon, I was just like, everything's stupid and everything's awful. And, you know, so, and Amy can attest to that, but thank goodness she was positive. And uh, when I end the show by saying happy 10th anniversary to Amy, it was yeah. actually a few months ago, but we're just now celebrating because it's been a busy time. <laughs> um, 10 years, happy Amy day. Hope if you see us on social media, make sure to give Amy a shout out. She's always on my social media, even though we don't give out her handles specifically. <laughs> <laughs> It remains a mystery. But thank you so much for tuning in. This was a special show, drop-in show. Thank you for listening and um, get a copy of From Book to Bestseller before Amazon pulls it down again. No, I'm kidding. Oh my God. (laughs) But it is in the show notes. It is in the show notes. Yes. So you can get a copy. Thank you so much for tuning in. This is Penny Sansevier and Amy Cornell. And this is the Book Marketing Tips and Author Success Podcast. Bye-bye. Bye.